And now, here's our Monday feature, South Bend Stories, where we hear from area residents about the people, places, and events that have made this city what it is today. South Bend Stories is produced at the Salvation Army Croc Center Recording Studios and is a joint project with WVPE along with SB 150, a celebration of the 150th anniversary of the city of South Bend, the Tire Rack, and the Community Foundation of St. Joseph County in partnership with the Salvation Army Croc Center. Today on South Bend Stories, we hear from a brother and sister sister who grew up in the city during the 50s and 60s. Marlene Wright and her brother Leonard Smith talk about school, housing, and their parents. And you and I were in high school at the same time. Paul. Yeah, Paul, gra- we and Paul and I graduated together in 1952. Okay, I graduated in 51. And you know, an interesting thing at that time, there were no black teachers. No, not, no. not, in, not in any of the schools. No, because the, no, And Linden no. School was the first, what, Mr. The first, the first black teacher I had when I went to college. Oh, really? At Talladega. Well, I, I never had any at all, even in, down at IU. Down at IU. Yeah. SB. And I ended up going to Niles. There were no black teachers in Niles. I ended up getting hired in 1962 in Niles High School as the, the first black teacher. And then, and those things just kind of changed. When I was in, at, at South Bend Central, blacks couldn't wrestle. But they wouldn't lift anything. We didn't wrestle. We didn't swim. Didn't swim, I know that. And that's when the schools were feeder schools. See, Linden and uh, Measle, Cayley, all of those fed into uh, to Central. But... Um, there weren't any blacks at Washington oh, Clay until uh, she, N.T. And and she married N.T. Shine, yeah. That, that family went there. Yeah. They didn't have any girls' sports that, uh, oh, no, back in those days no. either. But that, like I say, no. Central didn't have any black uh, cheerleaders until Joanne, Joanne Hill. Joanne was, she was a pal. She was the first one. Then Willie, our brother. Did any of the other schools have black cheerleaders? No, no. Central was a, started everything. And then after the basketball games, they would the team would Central would go to the Philadelphia oh, yeah. and eat. Yeah. But at one time, the whole but team couldn't, couldn't eat, there. eat there. The blacks couldn't eat right. there. Right, the yeah. black blacks couldn't eat there. And the whole team was just about black. Uh, no, I remember with Donald and I, your school, cousin Donald black, Street. Black, yeah. After school, we went to a restaurant to get a soda, and you know they wouldn't serve me because Donald looked like Donald, he was Caucasian. Donald. They could all pass for white. That's what they called it back then, passing for white. Passing, yeah. And Donald got up and said, why won't you serve him? And she said, that's not your business. You know? <laughs> Here you dark, black, white, this and the other. And uh, it was prejudice against, you know, the darker people, the lighter people. But And, and they used to say everybody on the east side was yeah. like on the, the people that lived here on the east side of town were like they didn't pass so. it was universal but at the same time for an example there was a thing called the brown paper bag test if your skin was darker than the color of a brown paper bag you were in a different class those things that you know we just we we didn't we didn't really think about them because you know we were in our little cocoon here and South Bend was somewhat of a melting pot. Uh, what's her name that just wrote the book? Uh, yeah. uh, South Bend, better homes in South Bend. If you get a chance to get that, a professor at Notre Dame, how they discriminated against blacks Buying in housing. Home. Yeah, oh yeah. We didn't have any problem getting jobs, mm-hmm. but. Spending money to get a home, then you weren't going to get a nice home. 
The only way we could show off anything that we had was through our clothes or through an automobile. Mm. We couldn't do it through a house. Mm-mm. You couldn't buy it. Mm-mm. Couldn't have anyone to build it. We took advantage of as many things as we could through our parents. Our parents. And they- but our parents were not just our parents. It was our, our The neighborhood our, parents. The neighborhood. Everybody, you know, there was a purpose to succeed. They wanted us, mm-hmm. you know, to, to uh, succeed. And uh, over a period of time, uh, you know, things began to change, even in the high schools, you know. But it was not because of the school system. It was because of our parents who made it possible. I'm looking at the things that have transpired since then and how the changes, the positive changes that I have seen here, you know, in South Bend from our childhood to our children and our grandchildren's childhood, you know. But these are things now that uh, you don't you don't even, you don't even think about now. It's just a given. That was Marlene Wright and Leonard Smith reminiscing about growing up in the city of South Bend. South Bend Stories is heard every Monday morning at 7.45 a.m. during Morning Edition and again at a little past 12.30 p.m. on Here and Now. If you would like to share your South Bend story, visit the website mycroc.org.